CodeCast, a podcast series presented by the International Cyanide Management Institute, or ICMI. This series provides our listeners with useful information about the International Cyanide Management Code to help you further understand the code's compliance requirements and expectations. Each CodeCast episode is designed to supplement the training and guidance materials that you can find on the Cyanide Code website. If you'd like to access these materials, please go to cyanidecode.org. In this CodeCast, we will discuss notifications that signatory companies are required to make to ICMI in three specific situations. When a company becomes a signatory to the Cyanide Code, it agrees to notify ICMI in certain instances that are described in the Cyanide Code's signatory application form. The first of these situations is when a significant cyanide incident occurs at an operation listed on the company's webpage and on the Cyanide Code website. All signatory companies, whether mining, transporters, or producers, are required to notify ICMI of any significant cyanide incidents that take place at any of a signatory's operations. A significant cyanide incident is defined to include any one of the following seven types of confirmed events. First, a human exposure that requires an action by an emergency response team, such as decontamination or treatment. Second, an unpermitted release which enters natural surface waters, either on-site or off-site. Third, an unpermitted release that occurs off-site or migrates off-site. Fourth, an on-site release requiring action by an emergency response team. Fifth, a transport incident requiring emergency response for a cyanide release. Sixth, an event of multiple wildlife fatalities where cyanide is known or credibly believed to be the cause of death. And seventh, the theft of cyanide. This definition is included in three cyanide code documents, the signatory application form, the cyanide code's definitions and acronyms document, and the Cyanide Code's Signatory and Certification Process document. All of these documents are available on the Cyanide Code website. In signing the signatory application form, mining companies, producers and transporters agree to notify ICMI if any of these seven types of incidents occur at an operation. Initial notification of a significant cyanide incident should be made within 24 hours of the incident. Initial notification should include the date and the nature of the incident and the name and contact information of a company representative who will respond to any request for additional information. Signatories also commit to provide additional relevant information within seven days of the incident, such as root cause, assessment of health, safety and environmental impacts, and any mitigation or remediation measures that were necessary. If there is any doubt about whether the incident meets the definition, companies and operations are strongly encouraged to notify ICMI. There is no penalty or impact on certification if an incident occurs and is reported to ICMI. It is important to note that ICMI requires reporting of significant cyanide incidents so that it can refer any inquiries to the appropriate operation or company. ICMI also uses the information to evaluate and improve the effectiveness of the code's requirements in preventing similar incidents. The reporting of significant cyanide incidents by signatories or their operations 
is reviewed during code certification audits. Auditors are expected to review whether an operation had any significant cyanide incidents during the three-year certification period and, if any incidents occurred, whether they were reported to ICMI. For code compliance, any significant incidents that occurred at an operation during the three-year certification period but were not reported to ICMI at the time must be reported to ICMI prior to the submission of the draft audit reports. The Cyanide Code also expects an operation to have a procedure in place to notify ICMI of any significant cyanide incidents. The second situation that requires notification to ICMI is when a certified mine receives cyanide that was not produced by a code-certified manufacturer or was not transported by a code-certified transporter. Cyanide that was not produced at a certified operation or transported by a certified transporter is referred to as non-certified cyanide. A company or operation must notify ICMI within 72 hours of making any agreement for purchase or transport of non-certified cyanide. The notification must include the operation's reason for using a non-certified cyanide producer or transporter. The notification must also include the time anticipated until a certified cyanide supply can be re-established. ICMI does not publish or distribute information but uses it to ensure that the situation is evaluated when the operation is audited for recertification. A third situation that requires notification to ICMI is when a signatory transporter adds an element such as a trucking company, railway, marine carrier, port or warehouse to a certified supply chain. Notification of an addition to a certified supply chain is required no less than three days before the new supply chain component is used by the signatory for transport, storage, or other management of cyanide. Upon being notified of the addition to the supply chain, ICMI will update the signatory's page on the Cyanide Code website to include the revised supply chain description. Finally, operations are required to notify ICMI in advance of certification audits of the planned audit dates, the auditors proposed or contracted to perform the audits, and their company. ICMI requires that operations submit this information no less than 60 days prior to the planned audit date. A form for submission of this information is available on the Cyanide Code website. Notification to ICMI of any of the first three situations should be sent by email to info at cyanidecode.org. It is important that signatory companies, whether mining companies, producers or transporters, make sure that all of their operations, including non-certified operations, are aware of these reporting obligations. This concludes our codecast on the three situations that require notification to ICMI by signatory companies. Additional details on this topic may be found in ICMI's signatory application form and in ICMI's signatory and certification process document. Both documents are available on the Cyanide Code website. If you have any questions on this topic or would like to make any comments, suggestions or requests for other topics to be covered, please send us an email at info at cyanidecode.org.